This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. We're, we're thrilled today to visit with Adam Feinstein. Adam has got this fascinating career. He's the managing partner of Vesey Street Capital Partners. He, he's also served as the chairman of the board of Scribe America, the, the chairman of the board of Airscope Technologies. He, he's a leader in healthcare private equity and, and a brilliant leader. Adam, tell us about yourself and about Vesey Street Capital Partners and where the name Vesey Street comes from. Sure. Well, thanks so much, Scott. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for that nice introduction. Uh, so, uh, so Adam Feinstein, managing partner at Visa Street Capital Partners, and uh, uh, I'll start w- w- with with the uh, you know the uh, background on the name. So, VC Street is where a lot of Wall Street firms are located. So, when I first started in this industry about thirty years ago, uh, I was at Lehman Brothers, and that's where Lehman Brothers was. Headquartered and at the time Merrill Lynch and Goldman Sachs, so so it has a, it's an it's a real homage uh, to all of the old time Wall Street firms. Uh, so uh, so uh, so we are a, a lower middle market healthcare services buyout shop uh, where we focus exclusively on the healthcare services industry. Uh, as I, I mentioned, I've been doing this for about thirty years now. I'm very passionate about the the lower middle market healthcare. Uh, sector, uh, and you know, have spent a lot of time around providers, payers, uh, life science, uh, life science services, uh, uh, and uh, several other uh, subsectors over the years. Uh, but uh, uh, and have uh, you know had the opportunity to work with some of the greatest companies in this uh, sector. And how did you end up in private equity to begin with? How did you end up? How, what was your career path into private equity, and and then the managing partner here? Sure. Uh, so, uh, so like I said, I was at Lehman Brothers and, uh, and focused on the investment research process earlier on in my career, uh, and that was great. Uh, it really gave me the opportunity to spend time with great organizations like HCA, United Healthcare, LabCorp, and uh, and you know, had the opportunity to really uh, spend time with the executives there and, uh, and really understand, you know, their strategy and and got to know all the key players. Um, uh, and, you know, and enjoyed, you know, my, my time there, uh, uh, wanted to get more actively involved with running companies and, um, uh, and focusing more on what we're doing today. Uh, the Affordable Care Act was a big catalyst for that. Um, really thought that that could be, uh, a, a multi-year tailwind with more people having coverage. It would lead to more spending, uh, in the overall healthcare system and, uh, and really uh, decided want to get more actively involved in in helping to grow companies, uh, and uh, so made the move uh, at that time, uh, and with the goal of uh, investing in these organizations and um, and helping founders grow these businesses uh, and uh, and take these businesses to the uh, next next level. So uh, so that was really the catalyst. Um, and um, and having done this long enough, I, I you know um, the reason I wanted to focus on the lower middle market uh, was because we can do small things to really move the needle with these portfolio companies. Uh, bigger companies are obviously harder to grow, uh, so we wanted to invest in uh, in, in in lower to middle size uh, or organizations that had significant growth opportunities. Fantastic. And what do you, as we head into sort of, I guess, already almost the second quarter of 2024, what are you most excited about and focused on this year? 
Yeah. So um, there's a lot, you know, going on in the world. Uh, and, uh, you know, so there's no different in the healthcare services sector. Um, I think a few areas, uh, Scott, that we're very excited about would include, uh, number one, life science services. Uh, you know, so the opportunity to, uh, you know, help uh, uh, bring new products to to market. Uh, so once again, we don't invest in, in actual drug companies, uh, you know, but, but instead we want to provide support services uh, two drug companies as they're developing new new drugs. Uh, we owned a business previously called Quality Metric that did uh, uh, patient-reported outcome surveys in clinical trials. Uh, we just bought a company that, that distributes drugs to clinical trial locations. It's called In Inceptua. So, uh, so those life science services we think are, are crucial, uh, and we think they'll continue to be a big push to develop new drugs, and we want to support drug companies in terms of doing that. Um, you know, secondly, uh, is um, another area that, that we're uh, very focused on is the uh, uh, the uh, movement of patient volumes to lower cost sites of care. Uh, so as volumes move away from the traditional, you know, hospital setting to lower cost sites of care. So we're following the, the uh, patient uh, so we uh, invested in a company recently called GastroMD. That's a leader in the uh, gastro space and, and uh, in developing surgery centers uh, to do procedures outside of, of the hospital. And we continue to focus uh, on on other segments uh, like uh, businesses that help support home health and, and other areas. Uh, and 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 that all leads to value based care uh, and. Uh, uh, we, you know, we think it'll continue to be a, a big shift from a fee-for-service model to value-based care. Uh, so we're looking to invest in businesses to help support value-based care. We're not looking to be the ultimate risk taker in terms of managing patient populations, but we want to sell services to the value-based care organizations. Um, and then, you know, the last area I would highlight is just, you know, we have massive labor shortages throughout the entire healthcare system right now. Um, so we are looking for opportunities to help uh, create healthcare professionals, so businesses that pro that provide education and training uh, to create more doctors, nurses, pharmacists, uh, and uh, and you know we've been actively involved in 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 that uh, category for several years. Well, that's fantastic. In the GI space, at some point, you should talk to Barry Tanner, who is the CEO of Physicians Endoscopy for nearly twenty plus years, and then at some point they had sold that to Optum. Now he's the CEO of another company. He's on the board of several companies, but he's, he would be a great contact in the GI space just to you are wonderful. And he's a wonderful, wonderful leader uh, in, in that space. Fascinating what you're doing. When, when you look at um, sort of like the last few years, what are you most proud of, of what you've done the last couple of years and your team has done? Yeah. Well, thank you for that question. It's always Great to, to take a second and reflect back. We're always spending so much time uh, thinking about about what what's what's next. It's great to take a, a breath sometimes and and, re and reflect on some of the things. So so I'd say the three things I'm most proud of. Number one is we've helped to really build some great organizations and really support their growth. Uh, so we have a, for example, a company now that. That's rather large. It's called AirSculpt. They're the uh, leading provider of minimally invasive body sculpting or minimally invasive liposuction. And you know, when we first got involved, there were six centers. Today, we have 27 centers. Uh, and you know, uh, so just that development in five years uh, is has been fantastic. And and just you know, watching this business ma mature uh, has been uh, something. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, I, I think our 
we are very proud of and our investors are, you know, all so. so let me ask you one question about that, just really quick. I know it's a side tangent question, but so like bariatric surgery, which is very different than air sculpt, yeah. but it's getting impacted by the Ozempics of the world, weight loss drugs of the world. Mm-hmm. Is there any risk? Air sculpt, I'll take it, is not sort of for people that are diabetic or heavily overweight. It's people that are just really trying to fine tune their bodies. But, but what is, is there an impact of the Ozempics, the Mangieros on, on that kind of business or too early to tell? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I I don't think there is. I think it, it could be very complimentary. Aeroscope has been a very successful company because of a shift to health and wellness. Uh, and our procedure helps facilitate that. Um, so people uh, will get an Aeroscope procedure uh, and then that will be a catalyst for, you know, their journey for, you know, to focus more on their health and wellness. You know, they will exercise more, they will eat cleaner, you know, things like that. So so I, I think the GLP-1s, you know, uh, the patients who get the GLP-1s, it's not building muscle, you know, and so people could lose the weight, but they may have a lot of flab afterwards, you know. So so I, I think patients taking GLP-1s could actually be great, uh, great aeroscope patients in the future. Uh, so so I think it could be very complimentary. Uh, and, and as you noted, we're not doing bariatric surgery. Uh, this is all private pay, you know, uh, and... Uh, uh, and these are, you know, people who are just are looking to remove fat or, or sculpt their their body, if you will. So, so I think you know, and, and Adam, yeah, yes, n- not not for me, not for me, of course. Yes. We're a friend. <laughs> when will there be an ear sculpt near me in the north suburbs of Chicago? Not for me, but for a yes. friend. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. But, yes. Uh, we actually have one in Chicago. So, uh, you know, and uh, so. So uh, anytime you'd like to go on a tour, or, or you know, uh, or your friend would, I'd be happy to set it up. For of course my friend, of course my friend. But if they could take off just a few inches around the midsection, that would be great for 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 my for him. Yes, no, fantastic, fantastic. So that's awesome. Tell us about the other things that you're you're most yeah, proud so, of in the last couple of years. So, so I think just building these companies is you know has been something you know we've been very very proud of. Uh, number two, we've been very disciplined. Um, you know, so uh, we started the firm ten years ago, and we really stuck to our strategy. Uh, and we didn't uh, chase things, you know, uh, being in the investment industry for many years now, sometimes you get these manias and fads and people start, you know, uh, chasing everything, you know, because they want to be involved in the latest and greatest. So so we, we've been very disciplined um, and we've avoided some of the problems, I think, uh, that, you know, uh, groups uh, have been impacted by, uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic, for example, there was uh, irrational exuberance to quote Alan Greenspan, you know, uh, uh, so we stayed very disciplined and we've, uh, you know, uh, stuck to our strategy, uh, by just buying, you know, uh, businesses that, uh, that have growth characteristics and great free cash flow and, and, and partnering with founders and doing corporate carve outs. Um, uh, and then, you know, I, I'd say for me, the, the third thing is just, uh, really proud of, uh, of just, uh, you know, how our, uh, firm has grown, uh, in terms of total headcount, a uh, number of, of in, investors, you know, success begets su- success. And uh, so our, our uh, you know, organization continues to grow uh, and we continue to attract fantastic people, not just not just at BC Street, but within our portfolio. And, and are you located in Nashville today or in New York today? Where are you folks located? Sure. Uh, I mean, we have people all over the place. I, I'm, I am in New York uh, and uh uh, but I spent a lot of time in in Nashville, as I, as I know you do, and I spent a lot of time in Chicago. Uh, 
I, uh, you know, also, so, you know, we, we you know, uh, we are, you know, all over the place, but, uh, but, Na you know, Nashville is obviously the, the healthcare hotbed uh, for many years, uh, you know, and uh, so a lot of the companies, uh, you know, can trace their origin to Nashville. So we spend a lot of time there uh, uh, with all of, all of the great uh, organizations there, uh, like HCA, Community Health Systems, LifePoint Hospitals. You've talked about sort of discipline in an exuberant environment. You know, we, we see so much as where people have over indebted themselves and then find themselves in trouble later on. You talked about doubling down on things that are working, going from six locations to 27 locations. Any other lessons that you would have for investors? I mean, we've talked about staying disciplined. You've talked about building your team over a decade. You, you've talked about sort of just doubling down on what's working. Any other advice that you would give to sort of investors or leaders? Sure. Um, yeah, I, I think number, you know, to add, to add to that, you know, I, um, you know, I, I think what's important is, uh, you know, free cash flow generation. Uh, I think in the environment we were in where there's a lot of companies that were going from, uh, you know, startup to trying to, to disrupt, you know, uh, in major sectors, um, you know, these companies can't self finance, uh, you know, they're not generating cash, they're burning a lot of cash. And, and I think, you know, in a certain type of market, you can keep raising more capital. But uh, but I, I think the ability to find businesses that generate sustainable free cash flow uh, is extremely important. Uh, and it's a lesson, you know, it, uh, you know, we have, you know, learned you know, time and time again, uh, you know, and, and if companies are generating a lot of cash, they can survive any environment. Um, um, I think other lessons, you can't be overly dependent upon uh, government reimbursement. Uh, I think, you know, we get these windows sometimes where, uh, you know, I, uh, where, you know, you'll see big increases or, uh, in government reimbursement and, uh, like the Medicare Advantage program is a great example of that today where you're seeing a lot more people, uh, move into Medicare Advantage, but at the same time, uh, they're talking on the Hill about making a lot of changes to Medicare Advantage now. So, uh, so we try to minimize that, that, that risk, uh, the stroke of the pen risk. I, um, like I said, I think it could create great opportunities. But you have to realize that, you know, there could they, they could have a short time frame, you know, so we, we try to avoid that. Um, and then, you know, I, I think uh, healthcare services, which is what we focus on, um, these businesses, um, you know, don't have, for the most part, some do, but most of them don't have patents, you know, like like the way a pharmaceutical company would, you know. So um, so we're really investing in great management teams. Uh, and. So, uh, you know, so I think if you're an investor in the healthcare services industry, it's all about finding great management teams and supporting them, which is what we do here at BC Street. So, uh, so I, I, you know, I, I give all the credit to our, our, our people uh, and the great managers we've had the privilege of uh, partnering with. Adam, it's just a pleasure to visit with you uh, again. VC Street Capital Partners, investors in mid-market, lower mid-market healthcare. Brilliant, brilliant work that you've done. Congratulations. If my friend needs Aeroscope, we'll reach out to you. I don't know. We'll see. But but uh, what a fantastic thing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks so much for having us. And uh, you know, enjoy listening to your podcast and uh, and reading uh, Becker's Healthcare uh, over the years. So so a pleasure to be here.